0: Excuse me, aren't you? Bond, Simon LeBond.
1: And welcome to Quantum of Misses, the James Bond podcast that experiences 007 the old-fashioned way, in a random order designed to mirror the whims of the ITV schedulers in the 80s and 90s. I'm Christopher, and this is The Misses.
0: Hi, I'm Fiona. Thank you for downloading this podcast. I hope you enjoy it.
1: And did you, Fiona, enjoy the film that we watched this evening?
0: Which film was that, Christopher?
1: The film, well, that's why I'm asking you.
0: Was it a view to a kill? It was
1: a view to a kill. Did you enjoy it?
0: So far, so good. So far,
1: so good. Oh, that sounds somewhat... uh, No, no, I'm
0: just saying, we haven't seen it
1: all. Indeed, we have not. We have seen the first half of it. Yes. Give me your impressions.
0: It had a proper gun barrel.
1: It did have a proper gun barrel. (laughs) Are you, at this point, having watched, I think, nearly maybe, nearly 20 now... James Bond films, and because you forget in the in between times what Rudy. film you're going to be watching, do you get excited when you see which Bond it is?
0: I really get excited when it's Daniel Craig. All oh, right. But I I was like, oh, we haven't had a Roger Moore in a while, and it is always, you know, my childhood familiar. Mhm. But um, but yeah, at least Roger Moore does a gun gun barrel properly.
1: He does, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Although he's still wearing flares. Uh, yeah, no, it's 1985.
0: Was that when this was? Yes, was oh, I was trying to guess, I wrote like early 90s, but no, it's earlier <laughs> than that,
1: isn't it? Things were a bit behind the times where you lived. Well, know it was, it was in... this, the most 80s of films. It <laughs> reminded you of the early 90s. I just like the opening
0: secrets with all the neon paint and everything. Mm-hmm. I thought that was nineties, but I think mm. that maybe when it infiltrated mainstream fashion. Oh possibly. Oh mm-hmm. do you
1: think? Alright, okay. So we had the gun battle and we mm-hmm. all love the gun battle. Um and then we opened in what turned out to be Siberia.
0: Yes. Snowy places. Um and Bond um was trying to be covertly there was Russians, which I just thought, well that is a Proper Bond when you've got Russians as the baddies. Um, Could you tell
1: they were Russians?
0: They spoke to each other in Russian.
1: I didn't know you were that familiar with Russian.
0: Well, it didn't sound German, and it was usually one of the two. OK. <laughs> All right, carry on. So, um, yes, Bond was trying to covertly be in amongst the snow without being seen. In mm-hmm. so his lovely
1: white... Uh...
0: With a massive fur trim that yeah. wasn't white. Why wouldn't they just make that white as well? And maybe some white on his face?
1: Well his face was very much covered, I thought.
0: He looked like Kenny from South Park. <laughs> Is it Kenny? Yes. <laughs> um so yes, yeah, so he was trying to be covertly and What was he trying to do covertly? Well he was he was scanning for something, mm-hmm. going beep. Um it sat- the thing. That goes bing. I know, it i I thought it was like a Geiger counter originally, <laughs> but then he realised it was just like a homing device.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um and then he found a body. Mm-hmm. Um, but then just, uh, and he found, didn't, no, he, then he was spotted by the helicopter, mm-hmm. who alerted all the guards around quite nearby mm-hmm. that he was there. And then you cut back to him and he actually, um, pulls a locket of, turns out to be a woman shock, horror. Um, a locket off her, opens it what up. But do you think
1: it's a, it's a woman's body?
0: Well, I'd just seen that just because she was wearing a locket.
1: But it was a woman, and, a, and a, it was a woman in a girl's picture in the locket. Yeah. So I don't think it was a woman's body.
0: Oh, you think it was a man wearing a heart-shaped locket?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've never thought that no, it was, it was a, woman. a woman's body. You don't really see very much of the body. No, it's
0: all ice and snow. But anyway, we can come back to that and whether it comes. Against. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, carry on. Um, but he and he empties the locket, and we think he's looking at the picture, but it's actually behind the picture. It's a microchip. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then he starts being shot at. Yep. And there's a whole chase scene on the snow, mm-hmm. which we've had quite a few of them now. Yes. This might have been one of the first, because we obviously haven't been watching them in order. I, know, I remember. But not um, remember. But they're good. They they're are good. There, so. It did make me think of um, probably around this era. Mm-hmm. There's another one where he... he and it, I thought that it was going to be this one, but it wasn't. Where he skis off a cliff and then there's a parachute.
1: I've well, I've not seen one like that. Oh,
0: is that one we haven't seen yet?
1: Well, have you seen it? In the obviously, sometime in my it? life.
0: <laughs> 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 anyway, <laughs> I was going to tell you. Maybe I'll wait for that one then.
1: Okay. Yeah, wait for that one to tell us the story about it. The amusing it. anecdote you have about that one. Okay. Um,
0: but then at one point, yes. So the he he does get um, caught up. It's not like smooth sailing the whole way. No. And he loses one of his skis.
1: Yeah, and he ends up on a buggy thing. Buggy
0: thing that looked really quite dated now, but anyway, compared <laughs> to some of the modern things. <laughs> um, and then he it gets, gets, gets crashes into something. But one of its fins, whatever you call it, um, skis. skis, uh falls toward uh, falls next to him, and so he does some snowboarding. Yeah, in a time that snowboarding wasn't a thing.
1: Snowboarding, there was a suggestion that snowboarding might have been invented by this film, but I think actually snowboarding had begun to be a thing. Yeah. nobody knew about it until this film.
0: So yes. And they even went so far as to play Everybody Surfing Now as the theme music.
1: The Mandela effect kicks in. They didn't play Everybody Surfing <laughs> well, Now. Some... They played California Girls. Really? Yes.
0: So why did they play that song if it's got nothing to do with surfing? Well, or...
1: well it, it was written by Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys.
0: Yeah, but I so mean, so that
1: was what you were—that's what we were invoking.
0: Why didn't they just ru- play everyone surfing there?
1: Don't know, especially given that it wasn't even the Beach Boys singing California Girls; it was some cover, cover version of the Beach Boys singing California Girls. This is this is often held up against this film in a big way. I don't really have a problem with it.
0: Oh it jod. you mean just
1: but this, is James, but this is this is the fun bit of James Bond. No I
0: think. no he was still being shot at and chased. Yeah. So you shouldn't be whimsical about it. Oh
1: no, it's all the whimsy.
0: No, not until he's, you know safe and secure, and then he can just go, Oh, that flattened me. Well I have oh, two
1: I the two issues I do have with it are one, it was a cover, not the original.
0: <laughs> Only you would have issue with uh, it. As it would notice that. I do don't
1: think so. Uh, and two the only bit in which... I know snowboarding looks a bit like surfing, but it doesn't look that much like surfing.
0: It's a little bit where he does skim over yeah, the Yeah, that's water. at the
1: very end. Yeah, I think they should have made him do that early, so we got the, oh, I see the surfing, uh, and maybe come off that and onto another bit of snowboarding. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so those are the two things that I don't like about yeah, well, California Girls' moment.
0: And then, as if by magic, Union Jack appears. Well, there's a bit more...
1: Jigglypoker goes on after yeah, that. Yeah,
0: no are chasing no snowboard. Chasing snowboard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, and then, yes, the Union Jack pops up.
0: And, um, and then he goes inside to find a beautiful woman just waiting for him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he goes, put it on autopilot, and then they shag for the next five hours. Five days! Five days. But can I just say... Whatever machine that me- that we icebergs are meant to be, uh-huh. it could autopilot through all those ice... I, uh, Once your own- I mean, it wouldn't take much to be out on open sea. At that point, you can autopilot. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, and you've got five days after all. I
0: but, know, what's but the hurry? Bond is Traits so horny
1: <laughs> that he has to get down to it right away for five days and of non-stop shagging.
0: Really took him out of it. With, took it out
1: of it. Yes, with only a bottle of champagne, with only champagne and caviar to sustain them. What would, what must that submarine have smelt like
0: <laughs> when they got
1: to Alaska? All
0: pumps. <laughs> the other thing <laughs> about that. The
1: thing about that is, when this mission was being planned, we're going to send Double O Seven to recover the microchip from the other Double O's body, who might be a woman Double O. Interesting. <laughs> um. Yeah, okay. Where is it? It's in Siberia, right? Well, okay. How far is it from there to the nearest safe place? About five days uh, in the submarine. Once once Double O recovered the wreckage. All oh, right, okay. Who are we sending to uh, to pilot the ship? Well, we thought we would send this gorgeous young girl. No, no, no. Let's send Old Bill. To spend five days with 007. Captain (laughs) Captain Birdseye. Uncle
0: Albert. (laughs) uh, During
1: the war. That's who you would say. Not this girl, who basically... Because the other point of this is, we know what 007's like. This girl seemed to quite enjoy it, which is good. But if she wasn't up for it, there is no way Bond was letting her get away in five days. I think this was very bad planning on the part of M. uh, Of this mission.
0: Was he not upholding his duty as a... a Employee, employer.
1: Yeah. Caring for employee. Yeah, I, I believe so. I, yeah, I don't. I think just generally it'd be like, no, this can, this is, this is not on. Has to be an old manny that goes with them. Mm-hmm. So anyway, off they went for five days of fun uh, on the journey to Alaska. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, we got the title sequence. And if you didn't think it was the 80s before, it's definitely the 80s now.
0: So we did have the neon makeup. Yes. We didn't have too many tips. No. I did notice that.
1: Although sometimes sometimes the nipples were covered by little snowflakes.
0: <laughs> streamers!
1: And that, that one girl was wearing streamers. Streamers! Yes. And, um. Uh, the very <laughs> first call thing, back to our previous. previous call back to our previous podcast, yeah. Um. The very first thing that happens is a woman unzips her top and 007 is, like, splurged over her breast. Yeah,
0: but that, he, that could be on a t shirt. You don't see enough to know that that's a naked body underneath.
1: That is bond. That's what happens when bond comes on your tits. It goes into <laughs> that pattern automatically.
0: What a skill! What a skill! <laughs> we
1: don't, they teach you a lot in the MI6, and this is this is. If one you were to things.
0: develop that skill, <laughs> you would have much more opportunity to do that. <laughs>
1: But I'd have to have my own logo, like 007 has.
0: Oh, no, I mean 007. 007. <laughs> it's
1: like a brand.
0: <laughs>
1: that's what's happening between... Maybe, maybe that's it. It took five, five days. Something I've always wanted to try, darling. <laughs> We're going to have to have a few goes at it. But by the time we get to our <laughs> Yeah, let's smoke rights. I'll be an expert. <laughs>
0: I think you've lowered the tone of this podcast. <laughs>
1: if, that were, if only that were possible. Uh, so.
0: Well, I have another comment. Yep. The theme tune.
1: Down, down, down. down, 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 down. It is ace. You can't, you, it's the, it was, the, it was until Skyfall and that, it was the only 007 theme tune that went to number one.
0: But is it a Bond theme tune? It
1: totally is. Dang, 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 dang.
0: Exactly. It's not a ballad.
1: Don't have to be a ballad. It's really
0: best when you want to. Nope. Dance, Dance the, into the fire. It's not a good... I don't mind the view to a kill bit, maybe, but I don't like the upbeatness of well, it. Well,
1: then you are wrong. Because the best Bond... I, I'm, gonna, I'm going to... I'm going to let a limb here. The best Bond themes is... are the upbeat ones. So Live and Let Die Live and Let Die View to a kill Ooh, The living daylights And that Another Way to Die one But I love that well, That's my favourite one that's
0: Why are you singing it then?
1: Because it's kind of difficult to sing <laughs> <laughs> one. I do like the bad ones too But it's nice to have a bit of a contrast Die Another Day is crap.
0: And Another Day die, 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 die.
1: is crap. Um, but even though even that has grown on me, I have to say, like a fungus. Um, but oh, I love the theme tune. And it has the line and just think about this for a moment. To drench your skin with lover's rosy stain.
0: You're back what to does your, that mean? You're back to that skill you were just talking oh, about. But
1: that's not a rosy stain. The only kind of rosy stain mm, that I could blood. imagine might come out of a lover.
0: No, it's blood. Yeah. I see.
1: That's, that's not a very nice image. You're either killing your lover while, they're,
0: oh, while you're I, at it. I, I wasn't implying the while you're at it from that sentence.
1: Oh. Uh, read it to me again. To drench your skin with lover's rosy stain. I might actually have I haven't looked up this lyric, so I might have got it wrong. But I've always thought that's what it said. Okay. So you don't you don't like a view to a kill by Jaran Jaran?
0: No.
1: for everybody like a view to a kill by Jaran Jaran? <laughs> no. <sighs> totally wrong. In
0: so many
1: um, ways. right? Totally you got it. Married
0: here. Me. <gasps>
1: the big hit was some big hair in that uh, there.
0: Yeah, was some big
1: hair. <laughs> title sequence as well.
0: Yeah.
1: One woman in particular had particularly big hair. It was like she was wearing two bearskins at once. <laughs> Any more of the title sequence? Nope. Or the song? Yes. Nope. So, what happens then? Where are we...
0: we are in London. London. We know this because that there is London. a god. Yes.
1: <laughs> Everything but Big Ben. <laughs> um, yes, London. Uh, and 007 gets his mission. Can you remember what his mission was all this time later?
0: Well, I have to talk about Money Penny's wedding outfit. First.
1: Oh yes, Money Penny's wedding outfit. Okay, Money Penny.
0: Money Penny. So she's obviously dressed up and has some fancy hat. Mm-hmm. Which is hideous, by the way. <laughs> it looks like those um sherbet space sherbet sweets.
1: Uh-huh.
0: That's what her hat looked like. Oh, well, like a uh, um flying saucer. That's the word I was looking for. Um or you know, like those old-fashioned swimming caps that had flowers round them. Yeah. And then just... with a big brim. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she's obviously I thought it was a wedding, but we find out later what it is. But she's dressed up, and he does some tip for tat with her.
1: You really hate Money Penny, don't you?
0: She didn't. She did not offend me in this. Oh, okay. Because she wasn't fawning over him. Right. Um, and then he went into M's room, where Q was playing cl- with a remote control car. <laughs> um, but if he had read any of the memos that their department had sent to him, he would know that this was a highly skilled, covert... Blah, 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 blah. I can't remember what he said. You haven't
1: read the memos either. <laughs> I haven't read the memos either. <laughs> Can you imagine? Q department, Q branches and memos. <laughs> would you love them? Like, we're working on this. It might, might never work. You've seen all the rubbish that they work on in the background. No we can we working on an umbrella with big spikes over. Oh, goodness. Now,
0: sake so, you. Q, I love the fact that Q tries to info dump, mm-hmm. but then M stops him and saying, no lectures, please, Q, but then says something in passing and then Bond info dumps. Bond dumps info to, dumps. But I want to know, who has a toaster with a microchip?
1: <laughs> the modern toaster has a microchip.
0: Does it? I don't know.
1: <laughs> I can't ever think of it. I certainly, I'm not aware that my house ever had a toaster that had like a digital readout of exactly. everything other than a, a resistor in it to tell you how to- hot it was. Yeah. Um,
0: so I was just wondering... Bond of... would have
1: like top fancy toasters. There probably were toasters that had microchips in them. Why was he talking about the modern toaster anyway?
0: Because microchips are in everything that we use today from the modern toaster to the high-powered computer. Mm-hmm. So that's and, and that was because Uh, Basically, society is dependent on the microchip, and its um, key weakness is that they can all be broken by a zap of nuclear magnetism. A electromagnetic pulse. Yes.
1: uh, Detonated in the upper atmosphere.
0: So it doesn't even have to be close.
1: But the British Secret Service need not worry about this because...
0: They have a divide, a one that's impervious to this. Hooray! But unfortunately, the Russians have a copy. Oh, boo. And they Which is
1: what 007 are covered from the body of the other 00.
0: Yes, so that must have been the KGB agent. Oh, no.
1: No, it was a, it was a 00 agent. Oh, a 00 agent. But he'd been infiltrated. That other 00 agent had infiltrated she. the factory. She had infiltrated <laughs> the factory <laughs>
0: oh, and right. stole and was
1: on their way back with it.
0: So, and they only got a copy of it when Zorin got, bought the company, so they think Zorin might have be been the. Mole, but
1: he's a French industrialist and staunch anti-capitalist. Can't possibly be him.
0: Even though he's he from Eastern Defense. Europe,
1: Eastern well, I'm gender. not sure if they knew that yet. No,
0: it says, said later that. Did they know? They th- know nothing about him from when he was in Eastern. Oh, from when? He, but they knew he's, he defected. Aye. Right. Okay.
1: Um, just before we pass on from the um, chip that's impervious to an electromagnetic pulse in the upper atmosphere, just. Keep that in mind when we are maybe watching some other films in the future.
0: Okay? Okay. okay. Um, and then we had a bit more British porn. I, I didn't even write down what it was.
1: <laughs> this is they went Oh, that's got... Yeah. So, so Bond's mission is to be part of an investigation into a possible microchip leak from Zorin's factory. And in order to start that, we're going to go to the races, because why not?
0: We want a bit more Britishness in this yes. film. Um, and then they meet up with
1: Sir Godfrey Tibbet,
0: Sir, Sir Godfrey
1: Tibbet
0: who is a horse trainer
1: mm-hmm. and sometimes a spy
0: from MI6. Mm-hmm. What does he do w- when they have no horse-related missions?
1: Well, I, I think I think he's a horse trainer.
0: Oh, just occasional. And, dabbles in the MI6. Yeah,
1: and if they ever need horse-type stuff, they go to him. Okay. He's like a sleeper agent.
0: Is that what they call Yeah. It?
1: Well, it's probably very handy because he can probably move about the world a bit, a bit kind of un- mm. unobtrusively.
0: And I'm sure it is. With a big box full of horses. It, it or an industry anything. an With a lot of money and thus the shapes mm-hmm. and the people that they might want to be doing um, mm-hmm. are all in there. I mean, so. one
1: of those people is Max Zorin.
0: Zorin, because he has a racehorse that seems to magically win the race. Right at the end there. Yeah. Never seen a horse who's performed so well in the last I've well,
1: Never seen that. No. Never seen that. So, but uh, Zoran's having a sale of Yes. Uh horses. His thoroughbreds. Yes. And uh
0: oh, wait a minute, before that
1: Is that what that we get for that or? No, no,
0: we we get to um, the Eiffel Tower. So oh, yes. Port.
1: oh yes, because Tibbet knows Monsieur Aubergine.
0: Is he actually called that?
1: That's what he's called. Uh, uh, uh Achille aubergine. And his outrageous French accent. Good morning.
0: I was <laughs> pissing by. <laughs> you could do a better accent than he was. But anyway. Uh, yes,
1: so so Bond will go and see him in Paris to see what he knows about Zoran.
0: Now, I was a bit distracted by the woman with all the butterflies. And
1: why wouldn't you be?
0: So I didn't really catch what he was saying. But something about...
1: Well, What he was saying, what he was saying basically is our files aren't uh, particularly clear either on him. Um, but he certainly has a lot of interests and stuff. And he has a stud for sale at his stud farm tomorrow. All right. And I, Ashiel Aubergine, will go there and will, at which point one of the butterflies swipes into him.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. the butterflies are on wires.
0: Yes, but the woman who's, the, the person who's doing the wires is, gets hit by Mayday. hmm and Mayday creates a lethal wire with the fly. Mm-hmm.
1: What did you think about Mayday at this point? Because we've seen Mayday at the races as well. Is
0: he Mayday? I mean, she's striking
1: mm-hmm. and scary. Mm-hmm.
0: I remember being quite scared of Mayday when I was mm-hmm. younger. Um,
1: Were you, as I would agree, was well just generally quite scared of Grace Jones? Yeah, yeah,
0: but she is scary.
1: Yeah, but why do we? Think, why is she scary? Because she seen hit Russell her and, like Terry
0: Wogan, and she was like all angry and stuff.
1: That was Russell Hartley.
0: was a
1: yeah. I always thought that was a bit overplayed because yes, Russell Hartley did turn his back to her, but that was kind of a you know the way that the Russell Hartley show was set up. He had to turn his back to some of his guests to speak to the ones on the other side.
0: Well, I I am not a connoisseur of Russell Hartley. Okay. So um so Bond chases her up the tower, hmm. but.
1: Well, does Bond chase her or does a man who looks a little bit like Bond chase her up the Eiffel Tower?
0: Is it too much effort for Bond?
1: Well, Roger, we were certainly withstanding at certain points.
0: (laughs) I don't understand how she could have got her fishing line round his legs from the angle she was at.
1: Mm. No, neither do I. Mm. Just go with it. It's James Bond.
0: Okay, Um, So they're chasing each other up the hill up the
1: Eiffel
0: Tower Tower, um, but Later on, she doesn't even recognise him.
1: <laughs> when it's her that's got her face covered, so we understand that he didn't recognise her, but uh, she should very much recognise him.
0: Yeah. Anyway, she dived off the tower, she had a parachute, she landed on a boat. So that was pretty
1: trip. spectacular jumping off the tower on that. Yeah. Fiona, <sighs> you're so... You're like jaded.
0: Well, you've made me watch a million James Bond films. Okay, but... You know what shit happens.
1: <laughs> the kind of shit that happens in a James Bond film happens
0: yeah
1: but then when we see one like the Casino Royale from 1954
0: that shit didn't well, happen there
1: yeah but you don't like that either I did like that you're jaded by the Bond formula you're jaded by not the Bond formula I
0: like that no I, did, I wasn't jaded by that one
1: alright okay so that the best one it's at the bottom of your list though
0: Okay, it was <laughs> I love the way you're showing me the list. What's
1: the fear? It's at the bottom.
0: I know, but it wasn't. It was. I wasn't jaded by it. I love them all.
1: So there's no point in doing this list. I the list them. is the whole point of this podcast. But
0: I love them all, but some I love more than others. Um, all pigs are equal. Um, um, and then Bond jumps in a taxi and drives ridiculously until the taxi is like cut into four. <laughs> and then yes. he jumps onto the boat but ruins the red wedding and then she still gets away. Damn yeah. it. It work for those pesky kids.
1: <laughs> A lot of people in France, French people in France, when they are angry, think they speak English.
0: <laughs> well, Thus really
1: confirming the theory of many British people that they all speak English but we are not there.
0: They <laughs> go, oh, the cake, the cake! The
1: cake, the cake. The cake. Um, my car, my car. Oh, yes. He says, my car. Uh, the... The, in- the butterflies are introduced by ladies and gentlemen, not mesdames et messieurs. <laughs> le uh, papillon magique avec um, Mademoiselle Amanda, or whatever she's called.
0: She's called Dominique Papillou.
1: She's not called Dominique Papillou. That's Dominique Butterfly. Alright,
0: well, Dominique and, and
1: the papillon.
0: And the papillon.
1: Again, a very English way of pronouncing a French word.
0: Well, it's a bit like my GCSE French when I couldn't remember words, so I just said <laughs>
1: <laughs> La télé est une fenêtre sur le monde
0: Ma et est un voyage sur le monde dans la bête
1: Tu veux <laughs> le <laughs> verre We've done all of our
0: French.
1: <laughs> uh, Information now. Uh, <laughs> actually, another thing that Monsieur Aubergine <laughs> said.
0: Diplomante pour la musique. <laughs> <laughs> la Et a lot.
1: Well, what about... Remember when we went to that... Remember, we went to Paris. Does Paris bring back wonderful memories on our honeymoon?
0: I remember having to climb a lot of stairs to get to our flat, and it was a bit like the Eiffel Tower scene. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: Yes. <laughs> um do you remember when we got when we went to the um Musee d'Orsay and they had a special deal.
0: You're gonna tell the story now, are you? For <laughs>
1: people under a certain age and you were over that certain age and I was still under it.
0: <laughs> Never <laughs> let it
1: die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the other thing is that Michel Aubergin says at one point about Dominique we'll of the, the Marving Papillon. Should we add this butterfly to our collection? hmm mm-hmm. Is he suggesting he's going to have a threesome with Bond and this woman? No. Well, in what other way are they going to add her to their collection?
0: I think just have her join their table.
1: But she's performing on a butterfly. After thing. the
0: performance.
1: Alright, fair enough. <laughs> we obviously watch these three different Why titles? am I so
0: aghast at the idea of Bond having male relations with an unmet?
1: I don't know. Do you think Bond is a metrosexual?
0: Well, I mean, he likes sex a lot, so we wouldn't put it past him.
1: <laughs> think Uncle Albert would have been in trouble <laughs> if he had been put on there.
0: Well, it's five days, what well, are so you going to do?
1: <laughs> so, yes, um, the getaway Bond causes £600,000 worth of damage. That's quite impressive. <laughs> That's a lot of damage. Especially
0: in those days, that would have been worth more now.
1: Yeah, I like the fact that they, they, they all think it was Bond and not like, I was chasing someone. Who everybody saw as well.
0: Yeah, but you're meant to be on the quiet
1: bond. Mm, fair enough. Okay. Um, yes. So he go, He's going to the stud farm now. Tippet's yes. going to get him in. Yes. And.
0: And some stuff happens. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then we stopped.
0: <laughs> but then I the next bit I had was just that um, Tippet was following the um, prize horse. And, oh, he yeah, uh, jumped
1: a load of stuff there. All
0: right, you go, then.
1: Bond's being shown about by Jenny Flex.
0: Bond does seem to... No, no, I haven't got to that bit.
1: That's what happens when they first arrive, isn't it? Or he, go, he gets taken by Scarpine, who's got a scar, so you remember his name, Scarpine, to the sale area.
0: Yes, and while they're in the sale area... Tibbet then follows the Pegasus. monocle guy yes. and Pegasus into the thing. But the, when the, when he goes in, the horse is not there. The horse is missing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what I was going to say. But, you know, I remembered that bit. Mm-hmm. I obviously have seen this.
1: Oh, you remembered that from watching it before? Mm. Right. A man in the stables.
0: Well, I remembered what the final conclusion was of why the horse was missing. Uh, okay. Missing. All right, and then, so... T- uh, Titbit is the <laughs> servant <Bit. laughs> Can I not call him Titbit? You can call him Titbit um, Is the servant And Bond is really enjoying bossing him about mm-hmm. Because he's obviously Meant to be at least a peer If not yeah. superior to Bond And then we meet Jenny Flex Of course mm-hmm. you are Well I don't really I, I She's don't... flexible Okay Is Jenny that it? I think so Okay um, that was a bit
1: like genuflex, which is like to bend over.
0: Well, I think that's generally what they were getting. Ah, uh, okay. Um, and they were bleating on about how rubbish the packing was until they found the bug.
1: Oh yes, the and listening the, device. And then
0: they pressed a, they pressed a tape there that, that would have there lasted there. a long time if it.
1: That must have been fun to sit and have that endless <laughs> argument about stuff and just go and say, oh yes sir, oh no yeah. sir, oh sorry sir. Who
0: so, That
1: was more fun to make than the Bond record yourself sleeping for eight hours and make sure that you're always noisy during those eight hours.
0: Well, if he's anything like you darling, that wouldn't be hard. you just fall asleep.
1: Right back at you. <laughs> what do you mean you just fall asleep?
0: And snore.
1: Oh, yeah, like you.
0: I wasn't claiming I wasn't. All right,
1: well that's fine then.
0: Go pick many of these. Oh, by do. And then a helicopter lands. Yes. And some blonde... saxophone lady gets out. Is that what plays? The saxophone <laughs> plays on the soundtrack. Nice. Um, and she does look a bit out of place there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and he go. She goes into the study with Zoran, who writes her a check. We we'll find out later by Bond. Uh, breaking into the room and going, zoom, with what looked like an old-fashioned visa machine.
1: Yeah, although it, well, it sounded it sounded like an old-fashioned visa machine, but it looked like just a sort of wallet with a strip over it.
0: But he could tell then that it was a five million pound check. Mm-hmm. Five, <laughs> five million pounds.
1: Five million dollars. Was it? I think it was five million dollars, okay.
0: yeah. Um, and then he... And he, Zoran doesn't
1: want him anywhere near...
0: That uh, woman. I know. Uh, and then he meets the breeding consultant.
1: Oh, yes. Who Dr. is a Dr.
0: mad professor with a monocle.
1: Mount no, no. Mm hmm.
0: And he also meets the um, oil manny. Uh, Conley. Mm hmm.
1: Who is, uh, yes. Who was already been speaking to about something called Main Strike.
0: Main Strike. Main Strike. And, um, and this is when we realise that May Day doesn't recognise St. John Smythe. Mm
1: hmm. Uh, with Bond's cover name. Yes.
0: Uh-huh. And then, and then we we at last go back into the stables and see and Bond's the one that figures out that if you press this not very hidden button, it the goes down. There.
1: And they explore the underground laboratory that they find in their very 80s leisure wear.
0: There are there are some good uh, tracksuits track going, suits
1: going on. down there. Yeah.
0: Don't go near any naked flames.
1: And they find. Lots of chemicals and things, and the horses had an operation.
0: And they, they, he opens this locked fridge to find a small needle, and he instantly knows what it is because he is bombed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it releases uh, steroids into the horse just at the right time. Um,
1: to give it a boost of energy. <laughs> and it's natural funnel.
0: steroids or something, so it can't be te- detected by testing. Yes. Endorphins or something. Yeah. And then some bodyguards come.
1: Big Ron from EastEnders comes.
0: They look very German. Are they meant to be
1: German? I think it's just little hats they have. I know. They look German.
0: But is that not what what the look they were going for? I don't know. Was,
1: maybe just to uh, um, differentiate them from everybody else. Do you notice at the, at the party, some people were in like 18th century dress?
0: Yes. Some people were in black tie, some people in white tie.
1: Yeah. Chaos.
0: Chaos. Chaos. Um, and then the bodyguards get beaten up. Though Titbit's not very good. <laughs> and um, but Bond saves the day and wraps them up in the cases that he's making microchips. Is the other thing they discover at that point. And he's he's hoarding, hoarding microchips. Hoarding microchips. And um, and the bodyguards get wrapped up, and he says, "That's wrapped things up, or something like that." I'm mm-hmm. All wrapped up here. Oh. And then we cut to Mayday fighting Zorin in some kind of training room. Yeah, in some sort of martial art. Why does Mayday need to be naked? Why does the G-string have to be quite so tiny? Pass. And then there's a kind of rape-kiss scene.
1: Yeah, they like, but they don't like. They like, but they don't like.
0: don't like it. It was a different time.
1: Mm-hmm. So, but then we get interrupted, and Zoran is not happy about them being interrupted. With his 80s mobile phone. Yes. Uh, and they're interrupted because Sentence 5 is missing. But just at that point, Sentence 5 gets back. Well, they are searching his room. Mm. And he instead, and that's
0: when Mehdi realises who he <gasps> is.
1: I know who he was, he's the man I looked straight in the eye. <laughs> uh, and he, so he instead slips into Mehdi's room.
0: And say, I was waiting for you here all the time
1: to uh take care of me personally,
0: so she does what well, I thought because obviously um Zorin okays it, mm. I thought he was okaying for her to like kill him, but no, just go and check him, that'll be fine
1: well, so we don't know what the story is yet
0: mm. and um and then he summons him to the study the next morning mm-hmm. where Bond says his his night was a little restless but he got off eventually. <laughs> mm. and,
1: and under the cover of talking to him about uh, resources and what kind of a resource he would look he would be looking for, uh Zorin looked him up looked up Bond on his flashy computer. Um
0: how old does that computer look? <laughs> I I was expecting um the wizard to appear. Remember those? <laughs> what's that game with the BBC oh, yeah, computers yeah, yeah. to have? Oh yeah, I know
1: the one you mean, yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, what I liked about it was that when, that somebody, somebody must have programmed it so that when it recognises someone with a license to kill, it, did it play a little tune, tuned? I imagine that. But the, but the words, letters us come up, are revealed gradually as if it's a video game. License to kill!
0: I'm sure <laughs> it didn't do that. I didn't do that. Oh dear, but it, yeah, it was pretty dated. Mhm. And then Titbit's gone to well, he has to trace the check that um was given to the girl, mm-hmm. sorry, or whatever her name is, and um he has to pretend to go and wash the car. Yep. And as soon as he went to the gate and Mayday disappeared, I thought Mayday's in the back of that car. And you think him being a spy wouldn't be... Only a bit of a spy. Yeah, but still. I'm not a bit of a spy and I noticed mm-hmm. that. Um, so, yeah. So, he... Mayday kills him.
1: Well, he's in the car wash. Car wash. wash. <laughs> and while that's happening, Bond has been challenged to a ride with Zoran.
0: The cheesy steeple race man.
1: <sighs> yes. Uh, so, uh, all you have to do is stay on the course and he'll get a free horse. But Zorin is cheating by making the jumps higher and further along and then eventually by injecting Bond's horse with the um
0: Steroid yeah. so that
1: it goes a bit crazy. But this is I have sort of wondering here about the henchmen, because as well as Zorin and Bond, there's a load of henchmen riding yes. in this race. So if you're a henchman, right? And you're riding in the race, like, okay, this is what, well, this is what we're going to do. You're going to get this guy. Okay, we're going to get this guy. That's fine, right, fine, good. And then it's like, wait a minute, you're getting him by doing things that are like raising the fences, which causes me, henchmen, to fall off. And you know what it's like in horse races to potentially be... Killed. V- well, not maybe not killed, but seriously injured. Mm. It's like, at what point do I go, oh, this wasn't in the contract?
0: Whoa, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, the henchmen. But the henchmen don't seem to be that bright. No. They uh, so Bond
1: then see. spots the, the Rolls Royce coming through the forest.
0: His Rolls Royce, yes. Uh, yeah,
1: so he rides along two hours uh, towards it, shouts for Titbit to keep going, and he'll get in. But when he gets there, he discovers that it's not Titbit that's driving,
0: it's, it's Day. And Titbit is de- bed, dead in the back.
1: Titbit is dead bed in the back.
0: And he's going to regret killing Titbit. And I Bond. quite
1: like this bit because Bond was like angry.
0: Aye, but and also when he says um something about being Double O, mm-hmm. Bond does look a little bit surprised that he knows oh, you who know. he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even
1: though when before he before Zorn was told a license to kill, it came up uh, is actually James Bond. Yeah. And he kind of went, there was a sort of look of recognition. Ha ha. So it's like, so you're world famous, James,
0: mm. but
1: you didn't realise that he might know who you are by looking at your face.
0: I know. Um, and then he gets knocked out,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the car gets pushed into the lake.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And yet yeah, again, we think, baddies, just killed a man.
1: Actually kill him. Actually kill him. Yeah. Like you do tip, tip it. Exactly. Yeah. Why
0: don't you just put a hole in his heart with a gun before you <laughs> dump him in the lake? Then the job will be done properly.
1: But how does Bond escape?
0: Well, he cleverly uses the tyre as air to breathe while clear it seen quite clearly mm-hmm. through the murky water of the lake that um, they're still standing there. Mm-hmm. And when they go away, he can then come up.
1: A slight issue with that, which was that when they pushed the car out of the lake, I was thinking, that car wouldn't go any further. But in fact, it seemed to sail out mm. quite a long way to the middle of the lake so it could sink. But then when Bond got out of it, it seemed to be very close to the shore so that he could see them.
0: Well, that's true. Mm -hmm. That's true.
1: Uh, And then he uses the air from the tyres. Is that possible? Could you breathe compressed air?
0: I think you could, yeah. You think so? Yeah.
1: I'm sure I've seen a programme that said, we're going to try it, and then it was like, no, don't try it. Mm -hmm. It's a really bad idea. Okay. Um, so he escapes, but while he's escaping, and we don't really see what he does to escape, but he escapes, Uh Zoran go- is training his horse and meets up with... A Russian. General Gogol. Yes. Head of the KGB. Yes. And it turns out he's a KGB agent, or has been.
0: Uh, he is no KGB agent anymore. Well, he, that's what he says. No, he's a biological experiment, a physiological freak. <gasps> what, what, what? So he is obviously... Some kind of genetically experimented on person. Mm. And the KGB says, No one leaves the KGB.
1: Hmm.
0: It's a bit like Hotel California. You can check out. You <laughs> can late.
1: never leave.
0: Um,
1: and then we're in there, well, we don't know where we are, we're in our sort of meeting room.
0: It's a very good baddie layer, this one. Mm-hmm. You've got all the people sitting kind of uncomfortably on weird height seats around this random square and uh, Zoran's explaining his plan to the minute detail that he's basically going to kill off Silicon Valley somehow and therefore people in the room would have a monopoly on microchips Mm -hmm. and Zoran wants lots of money and half their wealth for all of this. And one guy says, not for me, thank you, before you even tell me the plan. Mm-hmm. And so maybe they drop some out of the zeppelin.
1: And that gives Zoran the chance to use a funny line. Nobody, nobody else in the room knows it's funny. Anybody else want to drop out? Because we don't know it's on an airship at that point. We only know that once he falls out of the airship.
0: I know. I did think when the opening was happening, I was like, are you not going to be sucked out to oblivion there? Mm-hmm. Well oh, no. so you
1: didn't think it was in the air somehow? Well,
0: once the opening was Alright, oh, okay.
1: Alright. Um, and he has a little model of Silicon Valley. For what purpose? Who knows? Um There's a flaw, there's a there's a giant flaw in his plan.
0: Just the one? What's that?
1: He's gonna destroy Silicon Valley so that he has a monopoly on microchips. Yeah. That would only work if microchips were made in Silicon Valley,
0: but no, they're just designed in Silicon Valley.
1: Yeah, and the tech companies are in Silicon Valley. The microchips are actually made in, in factories all around the world, like yes. where, like where he has. But that's the, that's the story, anyway. So okay. we're gonna have to go with it. Um, and it turns out they are in San Francisco, near Silicon Valley. What a view!
0: To a kill.
1: That's just what they say. Yeah. As in a thing that nobody's ever said before or ever I know. will again. I know. Maybe has some nice glasses or one one. Oval-shaped lenses, ones that way, ones that way, like Mr. Don and Mr. George.
0: I don't know who that is. You don't know who that is.
1: There we go. Write in if you know, listeners. Uh, So Bond is also in San Francisco. How did he get here? Why did he come here?
0: That's true. We left him at the lake.
1: Well, the the only mention there's been so far of San Francisco was the Conley saying, I'm his oil I'm interested in his oil... Uh, I deal with his oil dealings.
0: Oh, yes, and then...
1: They might also have found out that the saxophone lady was from San Francisco. No, she? Although we haven't seen that yet, Okay. for all we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Bond meets his contact in San Francisco. Somewhere else we've been, on a different honeymoon.
0: Fisher- Fisherman's <laughs> Wharf.
1: Fisherman's Wharf. And he asks this man who works in the Fishmongers if he has any soft-shell crab, which is the code... Or introducing himself as a CIA agent.
0: As a MI6 agent?
1: Well, he's a CIA, but he's working with MI6. Like,
0: oh, you mean that? Like, yeah, okay.
1: But how many people do you think in an average day come to ask him about a soft-shell crab?
0: Well, that's true.
1: And how many people does he introduce himself as a CIA agent and then have to, sorry, I'm going to have to kill you now because you know I'm a CIA agent? It's
0: not well thought through, <laughs> Yeah. Is
1: it? Then we get a big info dump about everything.
0: Yeah. Including that... Zoran's stolen all the crabs. Well, they've disappeared. I know. Has but... he stolen all the crabs? No, I just think that that's generally of all the things that could have been mentioned it seems a bit quirky that they go this is the thing we're going to focus on the crabs have disappeared and therefore Bond goes take me to the missing crab place.
1: Okay. Well, that's interesting. It's, it's yeah. something that's changed since zorin has been involved with this pipe. We also learn that that Herr Mauthner is actually Dr. Glau, who was a Nazi oh, yes. scientist who experimented on pregnant women in concentration camps. Da, da,
0: da. Who, Biological freak must he, be one of those da,
1: Yes, but they were born super intelligent
0: mm, and also psychotic.
1: Mm-hmm. And Glau managed to escape because the Russians pulled him out and made them work for him. Made them mm. work for them. And guess what? He defected to the West at exactly the same time as. Like Soren did. Hmm. Hmm.
0: he's his
1: father. Oh, I don't know if he's his father. That's, that's an interesting thing about injecting women with steroids. An interesting way of putting it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Take this steroid, darling. Take
1: steroid. It's coming right at you. Uh, yes, and the plan's called Main Strike. Uh, so Bond is exploring the uh, oil tubes when Zoran and me, they coincidentally pay a visit to the... Yes. Uh, and say, ramp up the power.
0: But he doesn't on he's the propellers. someone else but listening in to them.
1: Oh, who's Bond? Yeah. Oh, oh does he? The, oh. The, the
0: long stick with the microphone at the end. Oh, does he? I think it's um saxophone lady.
1: Wow. wow, wow. Well, but, but anyway, the propeller is now on...
0: And Bond is being sucked towards Oblivion.
1: Ah, and that's where we left it. Do you think Bond will survive?
0: I think he might.
1: Do you think he'll win?
0: I think he might.
1: What do you? How do you think Zoran I think he intends? He might sleep with small women. <laughs> how do you think Zoran intends to destroy Silicon Valley?
0: By one of these magnetic faulty things.
1: How is that going to destroy Silicon Valley?
0: Well, all the silicons won't be working.
1: But he's he? But he wants silicones to work.
0: No, he wants his special silicons that re- um, resist the electromagnetic pulse. hmm But I thought he was just going to wipe out everyone else's silicons. That oh, resistant. is that what you think? Or is he just going to blow it up?
1: I don't know. That's what I'm asking you.
0: I think you've seen it before.
1: I have seen it before. <laughs> and do you know when I saw it?
0: Oh, On the oh, TV premiere. Are we going to do TV listings? My We're going to do TV bit. listings, your favourite bit. Yep. Yeah. What was happening the, in 1985?
1: The, uh, Wednesday, the 31st of January,
0: 1990.
1: I'm 19. ITV, eight o'clock, the James Bond premiere of You to a
0: Kill. Sorry, what day was it? Wednesday. The what Date to what?
1: 31st of January.
0: So not even Christmas time.
1: No, well they were very rarely premiered at Christmas time. Mm. Although I admit 31st of January is not like a noted bank holiday. No. But that shows you kind of where Bond was in these.
0: Aye, uh, it's a dip, isn't it?
1: Suspicious of the wealthy industrialist Max Zorin, the British Secret Service sends James Bond to investigate him. In Paris, Bond's contact is murdered by Mady, an assassin who proves to be Zorin's mistress. Then it turns out that Zorin was a former
0: KGB agent. The story continues after the news. Well, that's quite good. It doesn't do too many spoilers from what we've seen. Well, it
1: took an hour before you found out he was a former KGB agent. Well, that, that is, that yeah. Then. then there was news at 10, then the local news, and then at 22.35, the James Bond premiere review to a kill continued. Well, I give you the synopsis of that. then no. may be spoilers. Oh, do you want to? Continued.
0: That no, was that? Nice. was
1: all it said. <laughs> so, at the same time, on BBC One, you could have watched Dallas, Points of View, Nine mm-hmm. O'clock mm-hmm. News, and then a half past nine QED, The House That Bob Built. Isn't it crazy that you have to turn off your water supply just to change a tap washer? That installing a simple electric cable involves cutting channels in the wall and then redecorating the room. That we live in the worst insulated homes in Northern Europe? Bob Symes is fed up with UK home design, which he believes is hopelessly irrational and out of date. He has his own house built, especially for QED, to prove his point. Nice. As that peak man. He had a house built, especially to prove a point. It
0: before Grand Designs, really, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, it was like its own Grand Designs. Um, on BBC Two, you could have had Rapido. Remember Rapido? No? No. This week, Rapio meets a newly reformed Jefferson Airplane in San Francisco and tracks down Shakespeare's sister in London. Plus Matt Dillon, French punk writer Little Bob and the controversial South African star Johnny Clegg. Very Ten past eight, Antenna, DNA in the Dock. Uh, All about um, uh, DNA, obviously and whether it was actually foolproof and all that kind of thing. Nine o'clock, MASH. Twenty-five past nine a week for Sam, which is two uh, Beckett plays from the 60s and 70s. Uh, and 20 past 10, building sites. Writer Julian Darley explains examines the new award-winning David Miller cutlery factory in the Peak District of Derbyshire. It was round. That was what was that? And um, telephore Brookside dispatches signals across the footlights. Several leading theatre critics face an audience of professionals ready for a frank exchange of views. And 10 o'clock till quarter to one in the morning, a Russian film. Come and see. A teenage boy joins the partisans in Byelorussia in 1943 but finds himself and a girl fighter cut off from his comrades for two and a half two and three quarter hours. I'm sure it'll be riveting. Which of these would you watch?
0: Um, what's with you?
1: <laughs> Not James Bond?
0: Nash.
1: No. Fiona, you are a you are disgrace to Bond podcastum. You are. So, anything yes. else to say? No. Okay. Well, uh in that case, Quantum Misses will continue after the news. you didn't join in with after the news. You make me sad.